Well, hello there, darlings. Welcome back to Chai Time with Shay. Um, as usual, it's time to spill the tea. Um, it's Tuesday, like I promised to upload. Um, and I like to keep my promises for my audience. You guys, of course. Um, this segment, I have a little, a little, um, little guest, if I may say so myself. <laughs> um, we're going to be discussing some interesting topics um, surrounded with the theme. The theme of the week is going to be identity, what it means to um, myself and what it means to my amazing guest, Gina Joseph. Say hi, Gina. Hey. That's her. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. <laughs> um, yeah, so our theme today is going to be identity and what identity means to both of us and if we can if I can just say a blurb um identity is really what you make of it um it's not just about who you are but it's also about who surrounds you and the environment you're in and just everything that has shaped you into who you are um I think sometimes we tend to think of identity as a singular aspect um when we should be thinking of it as a variety of things um that kind of all jumble in together and create this like manifestation of identity in our lives. Um, it's very important to reflect upon that and think about what your identity is, um, you know, because it's, it's really hard to kind of find who you are um, and find that piece of you. And, you know, for some people, it's never, there's never enough time to do it. And for some people, they may never 100%, you know, feel comfortable with their identity and I think conversations like these ones are me to you know help those people um and just like allow them to kind of have that dialogue with whoever they're close to um so here we are we're gonna start that dialogue and I know I'm very passionate about this topic as usual I'm always talking about things I'm passionate about I will never bring things to this podcast that I don't feel strongly about um and Gina as well is also passionate yeah, of course. Like the concept of identity is just such a changing and evolving um, idea in one's life. You know, I think there's never a true way to identify. Like uh, to I, I to be there's never one true way to kind of sum up what your identity is. Yeah, like what Shay was saying. There's just so many different ways that you can identify, and so many ways that you can say who you are and there's so many different life experiences that can determine how you identify um Gina so I have a couple questions lined up for you right now um my first question is can you describe your identity to me yeah I mean there are times where even I'm just like I don't even know like how I would answer that but to myself well I can first say that I'm a college grad so <laughs> um, I can say that I'm currently a shout. Sorry, shout out to um Professor Orhood. Woo woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyone who's not in PA, in PA school with me will not understand. Anyone who is, y'all get it. Y'all get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would identify myself also as a Christian. That was definitely an identity that has built up and. I've really like changed and redefined it for myself, especially during college and everything. Um, I would identify myself as a PA student as well too. That has become such a big part of my life. But all of our lives. Yeah. Every single part of our life is about school. 
Yeah, those are just the big um, ideas that come to mind. So how would you identify yourself, Shay? Um, for me, oh, wow, she's really out here trying to be a host. Like, <laughs> I'm the one who's supposed to be asking questions here. Um, I identify myself in kind of a plethora of things. Um, but I want to make it short because, you know, I really kind of want to make this about you guys. I don't want to spill too much craziness about me. I just want to open the dialogue. But for myself, I... It's it's a really hard concept. Um, I identify as a Moroccan woman. I'm very, very true to my roots. Um, I identify as a Muslim. I identify as, um, you know, someone who, <laughs> you know, the more you think about it, you, you can say this is my identity and this is my identity. But when you're asked the question, it's so much harder. Um, said it, it just becomes an anomaly of like who you are and it's, it's just so difficult sometimes but let's first talk about um Gina what are some adversities that you found um that have happened and you feel that they have happened because of your identity well I mean when I think back to myself like growing up and everything, I was always very shy. Even if you were to ask me now, I still think of myself as a pretty shy person. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that draws me back a lot. I think it prevents me from, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone. And this whole concept of a comfort zone, it, well, yes, it's comforting. Wait, can I just throw it back to the last episode? Because we talked about being uncomfortable and learning how to be uncomfortable in a world that is not going to cater to your comfort zone. And she's right. I, the world that we live in, it's not, yes, you can try to be comfortable in it, but there are times where you have to be uncomfortable. And when I started college and everything, I had to really try to break away from that shy person that I was, but I was super shy. And it took a lot of um, people and good friends, such as this host, um, that's me, <laughs> <laughs> to help me try to slowly break out of my shell. And yeah, there are times where like, you know, I'll still, like, be, like, in my head and everything about, you know, should I really be doing this? Like, should I even take risks and everything? Like, I'm glad I have, like, the people that I, the people that I surround myself with to help me continue to form that identity, because I don't think I'm, like, I don't think my identity is, like, gonna stay the same. I think it's gonna keep changing and keep mm-hmm. evolving, because, you know, I think part of identity is also growth as well, too. That's awesome. Um, if I can just say something about, like, adversity and identity, um, I think I can say it for both Gina and I. Um, growing up in America, we've had to be part of two different cultures. Um, it's, it's like, when you're talking to someone who's from a different culture um, and whose parents are immigrants, uh, you will understand. When you come to America, or if you were born in America, you realize that when you go outside those doors it's it's a different world when you're when you come home it's a different world it's it's a different culture it's different traditions different customs um you may come in home coming to your home and you know you smell the those sweet spices or you smell um you know the aroma of like you know that chicken or that stella in my case you, anyone who's arab is gonna know what that is or moroccan um or that moroccan mint tea um and when you go outside you might smell uh what will they smell outside <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about like you know you might smell like the sweet smell of uh 
you know, like uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Like I'm talking about like different cultures. Oh, like you know, wow. that sweet that Thanksgiving dinner smell. That you know, we're we're out here, we're out here playing football. Like it, it's just a different type of environment. You know what I mean? Like for instance, in my culture, not even my culture, in, in my country uh, and most of European countries, we call soccer football, right? America. We call soccer soccer. You know that's what we call it. You know we don't call it football. We have fo- we have our own football. F o o t b a l l, not f u t b a l l, which is soccer in Europe. Anyway, oh that's not important. But <laughs> you know there's different there's different things and like sometimes it's it's hard to put both together both cultures together. Um, sorry, and it's also hard to dissociate both cultures because you're at this constant fight within yourself of like identity and I know I went through this when I was younger and I've you know I've, I've read this book this past summer about being a Arab woman in an American world and you know holding my customs true to me and holding my traditions and my religion and who I am and not allowing those to be gone but also holding on to my to the American part of my culture because let's be real you know if you were raised here and you were born here or whatever you have that culture that you know what I mean that 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 inherent part of you that is American and sometimes when you when you're younger it's hard to put both of them together and it's hard to separate them and you're trying to figure out which one is which and which one am I staying loyal to am I giving up my Moroccan roots and becoming an American or am I assimil- am I assimilating and am I losing who I am or am I giving up my American part and am I am I just trying to be Moroccan so hard that I lose that part of me um and that was a, a fight for myself when I was younger and I think now I I finally found that mi- that middle that medium um of where I want to be and how again like how I want to be comfortable in my own skin because that's important I don't mean always be like when we're saying uncomfortable and get out of your comfort zone we don't mean that be comfortable in your own skin I think that's very very um you know very very trying to the times um Dina do you have anything to add well I know you guys can't see me but I've been nodding my head to all these sentiments (laughs) that she's been saying because she is Mm -hmm. right um the whole concept of separating like one's cultures sometimes can be very difficult and over time you have to like um assimilate them I know for myself, so just in context, um, I'm Indian American, and growing up, you know, it was hard to separate, you know, my American um, lifestyle versus the Indian lifestyle, and, you know, there were times where I was told that, you know, I wasn't either American enough by, like, certain classmates, and from, like, you know, mm-hmm. cousins and everything, I was told I wasn't Indian enough, and there was yep. just that constant battle, yep. just <laughs> thinking, like, what am I enough of? Like, am I ever going to be enough? And, you know, it's really troubling, you Amen. know, when you're mm-hmm. younger and everything to, like, um, you know. You're already trying to figure out puberty. And now you gotta, <laughs> now you gotta, now you gotta figure out, are you, are you enough for your own culture, your own family, your own people? Like, but truly, it's no one's decision of whether you're enough. That's, at the end of the day, your decision mm-hmm. to determine if you're enough and you're happy with who you are. And at this point, I'm happy with the balance that I've made. Like, I can communicate with family like from India Mm -hmm. but I can also balance you know my life as an American Indian Mm -hmm. and that's you know I'm happy with that and that's all that matters honestly that's all that matters you being happy with it and being able to live with it um I actually wanted to like kind of go back because you talked about how your friends helped you get out of that um that shy 
um, comfort zone of yours and how you felt that like starting college, you really needed to change that about yourself. Can you kind of explain how you're, because we were talking about how like the people who surround you also make up your identity. Can you explain that sentiment? Yeah. So the, when I was thinking about um, when I was going to college and everything, I was, it was so overwhelming for me to think about, oh my gosh, who am I going to be friends with? When I think about the friends that I've made over the last five years, it's been five years. Yep. Five years. Okay. In college, I truly appreciate all of them because they've all taught me so many things about how to be a better person, how to put myself out there, how to change like things that I didn't even know that I wanted to change and to do and to like take risks and everything. And that's something I couldn't even imagine my high school self being. Like, if I was going to say to my high school self, because my high school self was super shy and didn't really want to take a lot of risks, I would tell her, like, you know, try to surround yourself with people that will push you. And also, don't be afraid. I think fear was something that held me back a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's something my college friends really taught me to you know, not think about it, and just do <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry, I feel so proud right now. The, the, the growth from this girl is just making me so proud. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm proud of you too. <laughs> um, but that's that's a, a real thing. Like, um, I've seen uh, the growth in Gina, and I've seen how she went from this, you know, th- we actually met in a pretty funny way. Um, <laughs> you guys aren't going to be surprised. You guys listen to have listened to this podcast. This is the fourth episode. You're not going to be surprised to hear this. Um, the first time I met Gina, Gina, do you want to, do you want to help me explain this a little bit? Uh, uh, so we were, we were, it was, um, it was like the first day of like this educational, whatever thing. I don't even know the name, but basically we had to like go in and like listen to like public safety and this, and then we had to listen to uh, one of our, our chemistry professors talk about the class and how to prepare and everything. And, um, I sit, of course, I sit in the front row. Yes, I'm a nerd, guys, okay? I sat in the front row. Gina was in the front row, too. We're nerds. It, we're, you know, this is our fifth year in, in college, technically, so, of course. Um, but I, we were, then they talked about, like, self-defense, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did. the public safety talked about self-defense, and we had self-defense classes. So I, I, was, I was with my friend, um, uh, Jay, and <laughs> I'm not gonna say her name. Uh, I was with my friend Jay, and Gina was with her friend uh, D. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're comfortable with this. So I'm not gonna say their names. Um. So we kind of like I looked at the. I was telling my friend Jay. I was like, Hey, like maybe we should. Um. Maybe we should like ask them like if they wanna do the self defense classes because they look like they're interested. And my friend Jay was kind of like nervous at first, and she's like, I don't know, like up to you. And I was like. I was like, all right, I got this. I'm going to make some friends. <laughs> so I look over to my side, and I'm like, hey, how are you? And Gina goes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I, I promise I don't have corona. I'm just coughing because I have allergies, really bad ones. Anyway, so I go, hey, like, so there's self-defense classes. Um, You know, are you doing them? And she goes, I mean, I was thinking about it, but I don't know. And I go, hey, can I have your number? Maybe we can text about it. And honestly, I don't even think we ever went to the self-defense class. We never went to one of those classes. (laughs) Like, ever. And, like, the funniest part is, like, we were like, we were like, yeah, 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 we're going to go. We're going to do it. Self-defense. We got it. We live in Boston. We we can do this. And 
five years later, we haven't done one self-defense class. Guys, we tried, okay? We tried. We didn't try. We we took a, a pamphlet. That's about it. That's all we did. But, uh, to just explain, Gina's sister is, um you know, a uh, black belt in karate. And um she's teaching us one day. Someday, you know, eventually. Maybe when pigs fly. We don't know. But anyway, it was it was very funny. And, you know, I got her number and I actually texted her. Because I'm that friend, you know? I don't just take pe- my friend's numbers and not text them back. Um, and, you know, we became so close. And now we're the best of friends. Like, even sisters, if you can call it that. Aww. Touch my heartstrings. That was so but lame. Then, that was I don't so even lame. know if that's the right expression, <laughs> that was so too. Lame. Um, but, yeah. So, you know, it's just pretty funny, like, to see where she's come and how she is. And, like, in the beginning, she was very, very shy. And now it's just I can see such a glow in her and such a confidence and it's so beautiful to see your friend's growth like that like it's so amazing and like she's she's my she's one of my best friends and like she's someone I truly care about and like it's just amazing because the way she's talking to you guys she's talking from like her heart like she's such an authentic person she's literally like this is from her heart which is amazing well that was very sweet um, honestly, when I was, like, thinking about the podcast and everything, I was pretty nervous, but then, you know, it's something, like, if you were to ask me, like, five years ago, I'd be like, no way, I would not do that, but now I'm just like, you know what, why not, you know, it's, like, it's pretty fun, actually. And I kind of forced her, so either way, she doesn't really have a choice. You know, that part, too, but, you know, like, we're, we were gonna- Force, force your friends into good things, good things, okay? Don't peer pressure your friends into bad things, good things only. Yeah, guys, please make good decisions. Good decisions all around. Um, but just to kind of finish up this, um, podcast, so like I said, we like to make it short and sweet, but because we have a guest on, it's gonna be a little longer, but stay tuned, my friends. Um, the last thing I want to finish this up on is, I just kind of want to talk about, like, how my friends have shaped my identity. If I can just say one thing, and like, I know my friends listen to this podcast because they're amazing people, um... I absolutely adore my friends like the friends I've made in in college that I'm still close to to this day that are that are the ones that are my ride or die like those the ones that I'm I'm continuously talk to every single day and my friends from home and the new friends that I've made and my group of friends they are such good good people like you don't understand their their soul is so bright and it glows and like everything about them just makes me want to be a better person and they all challenge me they don't they don't just agree with me they don't just keep agreeing they don't just nod their head to whatever I say they challenge me they argue with me um we had Ketty on um uh, for the second episode and she's one of my best friends as well and she challenges me every day she gives me so, so much blood pressure so much high blood pressure but she makes me a better person and she makes me realize and you know days when I'm not confident and when I feel down on myself she grabs my shoulders and shakes them and you know wakes me up and tells me that you know to like love myself and like it's kind of like the most important thing and like I just want to say like my friends have shaped me 100% they're all from different cultures they're all from different ethnicities and I love it. I learn something every single day. And I continuously ask questions. And I'm just grateful. Like, I'm so beyond grateful to God for, for giving me the friends that I do have. Because they've honestly shaped me. I, I don't know what I would have done without me without them. Um, I probably, I, when I started college, I was, I was actually like, I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get good grades. I'm not going to make friends. And, you know, like, 
like whatever like I don't need that I don't even need them like you know I didn't have a good experience with friends honestly I haven't had a great experience with friends um and so I didn't have many friends and you know keep your circle small that's what matters keep your circle small and tight and good people and now I have some of the most amazing friends that I could ever dream of um this is this is a shout out to them yes this is this is me telling them that they are amazing and they are great and I thank them for that and I know you guys, my audience, I, whoever I'm talking to out there, you guys have some amazing friends or you have that one amazing person that truly pushes you out of your comfort zone. A true friend will make you feel uncomfortable. A true friend will make you feel sad sometimes, but then you'll realize that what they said is true and right. And you'll reflect and you'll be able to think about that. And like, that's kind of, we're going to talk about identity, but that's like the giveaway you know your friends make you who you are so whoever you surround yourself with whatever energy you get you're gonna you know you're gonna absorb you're gonna absorb it all the boston accent come out right there yes you're gonna absorb it all park your car and have it yeah that's not a thing there's no car parking in harvard yard okay so for all my friends that are from are not from massachusetts or that listen that aren't from Massachusetts, okay? I've been asked this a million times. There's no parking lot in Harvard Yard. I've been there, okay? It's not there. <laughs> All right. Um, Gina, would you like to say any more sentiments about identity? Because this is such a heavy topic. And um, if you want to just say a closing statement. Well, yes, we're. Mm-hmm. this sounds like I'm in court right now. And uh, <laughs> Gina's the prosecutor. Uh, Gina, uh, any closing statements for the jury? Well, I mean, what Che was saying, just even having, like, those big group of friends that, like, truly become, like, family over time, they really do um, make so much of you. I don't even think that made sense, but... Make you who you are. Yeah, that better phrase. Yeah, they do truly help you, help you and, like, help you grow and build. And there's always growth. Like, you're always going to keep growing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to have, like, those... Even if it's just one friend, too. Like, just having, like, one person that, mm-hmm. like, really helps you mm-hmm. and, like, helps you realize things, eat through the good and bad. I think that's what matters the most, and that's why I'm very grateful for the people that I have in my life. Um, Gina, do you have anything to say to those people out there that... Because I do have a younger audience as well. I do have people who are in their teens that listen um, and who are actually even younger than... I have, basically, I, I saw, um, like, the demographic of who listens to me, and I have people from 12 to 37, which is so cool, because I have such a wide range of audience, um, so I'm really trying to cater to, <laughs> to all of them, um, sometimes a little hard to do, but do you have anything to say to our younger audience in terms of battling between two different identities that may, you know, have experienced similar things to us, and, you know, um, maybe come from a household that that is predominantly immigrants and, you know, and going out there and being in a predominantly Americanized school system. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't realized it already, it's going to be hard. Um, definitely, like, trying to balance, like, your home life versus, like, you know, your school life and everything and whether you come from a household with immigrant parents. That's definitely something that you will end up, like, learning to balance with over time. Um, but if you have friends and, like, family members, <clears throat> sorry, voice crack, that are, <laughs> um, that are under- She's 23 years old, y'all, just, just, I just want to let y'all know, you know, she's not going through puberty, she's 23. <laughs> well, as I was saying, with, um, having that balance between 
you know, learning how to work with, like, your family and everything and learning school life. A lot of my friends did help. A lot of them were super understanding of, you know, my family and how they are and everything. And over time, like, I just got more comfortable and I wasn't willing to say that, oh, I'm going to stick with this identity or that identity. But you learn your balance, I think, over time. Awesome. So in closing, your identity is important. It's going to continue being versatile and growing, and you're just going to have to grow with it. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in every Tuesday um, to Chai Time with Shay. Um, you know, get your get your uh, weekly tea time with me. Um, maybe get some Moroccan mint tea. Highly recommend. Again, I recommended it in the last episode. I'll recommend it in this one. Get some tea. Listen to this podcast and chill. And like, like I said, I really want to make this a conversation with you, okay? Whoever you are out there, I want to make this a conversation where I'm having this with you and you're able to hear it. It's a dialogue. Again, I don't want to be talking at you. I just want you to listen. And I want you, whatever you got to say, say it. Whoever you want to talk to, talk to. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me. Facebook, Instagram, um, reach out to me. I'm always... Um, I'm always ears, you know? I'm always all ears. So uh, thank you for listening. Um, Jamie, you want to say bye to our audience? Yeah, no, thank you for having me. And thanks for everyone out there who's listening. I appreciate it. Um, And maybe we'll have some music after this podcast as well, like we did last time. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I can't get copyrighted uh, because my podcast is shut down. So I have to get covers. Yay! Okay, bye, y'all. Thank you. I wish I could